just still raving about Bo Burnham. You got to watch that special. Yeah. Well, watch for language. I mean, if you're offended by language, um, but uh, it's amazing. Uh, Built Bar. Everybody's uh, favorite protein bar company is Built Bar. How do I know? Because I work with everybody here, and it is Stu's wife mm-hmm. who I think has built Built Bar because everybody here <laughs> yeah. now can trace their uh, their love for Built Bar back to Lisa somehow or another. The lineage is there. It is. They, they actually it have is. a mural a of her that at the actual. Do they really with the Bilt tree of how? And it ends up with you, the listener, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I heard it from Glenn, who heard it from <laughs> Stu, who heard it from Lisa. <laughs> Anyway, it's really, really good. Uh, you can try two of the uh, nine different flavors just by getting a mix box. They are low in calorie. They are high, high in taste. 17 grams of protein. Excuse me, I need one right now. Uh, 130 calories, four grams of uh, sugar, four net grams of carbs. Uh, I, I want you to try it. Just try it. They're great. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. You'll save 15% off your first order. It's Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So what happened? What is the truth behind the the reexamination and the recounts, et cetera, et cetera, in Arizona and in Georgia? Got a lot of people that were like, Glenn's not talking about this because Glenn didn't have the information. I can give you half of the details or I can wait to a place to where we now have everybody catching their breath and we know what we know now. We've put this together over the weekend for you. I want to talk to you about that, but I also want to do the same thing on being very careful on what we are saying about January 6th. You know, it was worse than 9-11. How insulting is that? How insulting is that? The answers that we are looking for, apparently, on January 6th, I guess, are only coming when we sweat it out of these people who have been arrested and are in solitary confinement. I have read all kinds of stories about what's happening to these people. I don't know if any of them are true. Chip Roy is with us. He is a representative uh, from the great state of Texas, and he has been leading the effort to get answers on what is happening to those defendants that have not stood trial yet. Six months, they say, in solitary confinement. That's cruel and unusual punishment. We talk to Chip Roy in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So the Consumer Price Index reported by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it is the most widely used measure 
for inflation in the United States. And in their recent report released on July 13th, it showed that we saw the largest one month change since June of 2008. We saw the largest 12 month increase since August of 2008. Hmm. What was it that happened back in 2008? If only I could remember what it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. The housing crash. Apparently, inflation isn't real if you're the Fed and you don't want it to be. But how about the people who are actually tracking it? Goldline right now is your hedge against insanity and against inflation. Goldline is currently offering a 6% bonus special on qualifying self-directed IRA transactions and their highly popular gold legal tender bar. Those cards are eligible for both IRA acquisitions and orders for direct delivery. But a 6% bonus now on self-directed IRA transactions. So please call them today. Protect yourself. Be proactive. uh, And do your own homework. Don't do something. Never put all of your money into anything. But look at what's happening on the ground. Look at history. Do your own homework. And call Goldline. 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for you right now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Chip Roy from the great state of uh, Texas is joining us now. He is a congressman from Texas in Washington, D.C., and he has been leading the effort to get some answers on what is happening with the defendants of January 6th that have pretty much, I've been told, Chip, hopefully you will have the answer on this, that they're in solitary confinement. Is that true? Well, Glenn, this is one of the things we're trying to get to the answer. First of all, thanks for having me on. Great to talk to you again, as always. Uh, and uh, great to be in the great state of Texas, although i got to fly back to D.C. today. Sorry about that. To go uh, accomplish absolutely nothing in Washington because, you know, Democrats uh, don't actually care about what the people want. And in this case, this is a perfect example. I'm on the House Judiciary Committee. We have oversight over the Department of Justice. Uh, we are uh, informed through public accounting and through some of the information they make public that over 500 Americans have been arrested uh, in connection with what occurred on January 6th. Now, you and I both agree that those who, you know, violated laws in ways that maybe resulted in destruction of property or, uh, you know, attacking on police officers or those Correct. kinds of things should be punished to the full extent of the law or, or certainly punished appropriate and consistent with the law. Um, but we have 500 people arrested and we don't have any real information on who they are, why they've been arrested, how they're being uh, detained, uh, what, what's the actual, uh, you know, what's backing all of this? And what do I mean by that? I'm a former federal prosecutor myself. And, you know, there are uh, procedures and policies they put in place that impact what assistant United States attorneys, the United States attorneys in question, what they do um, in terms of prioritizing and in terms of how they approach prosecutorial discretion in this context. We want to know whether this is political. We want to know how people are being, um, you know, uh, treated. And, and all of this got on my radar screen because I have constituents who were present in D.C. and have had a couple of people that have come to me and talked to me about how they're being charged with crimes. One father-son combination. The, both were charged with a crime. The father was not detained. The son was. And we're trying to get more information from them, from their lawyers, 
And uh, and now we're pressing the Department of Justice as we have been now for a couple of months. Thomas Massey and myself and some others have been pressing on it. So so, Chip, how unusual is what's happening with this? Well, it, it's hard to know the exact details, right? Because we don't we don't have the information yet about okay, each individual who's been detained, what are they charged with having done? So, for example, we know that there was uh, an individual that's a constituent of mine who was charged with a crime, but literally it appears based on the video that he has and that I've I've, I've been uh, informed of through his counsel that all he did was cross the line where there were some of those bicycle racks placed. And in fact, he has video of that whole time. He never went in the Capitol. Uh, he never encouraged anybody. You can hear the audio. And in fact, he was discouraging people from breaching the line and, and from, you know, uh, carrying on and, and maybe uh, pushing up against the police and stuff. But the, as the crowd moved forward, he crossed that particular boundary. So now he's being prosecuted, right? He's being charged with a crime. How many of those people are there? Now, in his case, he's not in jail at the current moment, but we know that he's been he's facing a crime. And how many of these 500, who are they? Why are they being detained? What did they do? And so this is so what we, we know we have detained. On. Hang on. We've detained 500 people. I think we've arrested 500 people. I don't know the exact numbers on the detentions. My staff is working right now to try to press the Department of Justice to get that. We've obviously sent the letter asking the attorney general to come forward. We believe there's been 500 arrests. We're trying to figure out how many are currently detained and, and get to the bottom of how long they've been detained and why and figure out what their due process rights are. And, uh, you know, how many have settled? I was told that a, some one individual uh, went ahead and, and, and entered a plea agreement for something lesser, right, uh, in order to sort of move along. Okay, where does that go? And what was the plea agreement? And what pressure was put on the individuals for the plea agreement? Those are the things we're trying to figure out. And by the way, you know, I opposed this, you know, Pelosi-led select committee uh, because I thought it was unnecessary and political. I'm on the department. I'm on the House Judiciary Committee. We have oversight. We have not held a single hearing, Glenn, not a single hearing where we've hauled in the Department of Justice, uh, uh, you know, the attorney general to go through these questions. We had the FBI director uh, in front of the Judiciary Committee and a couple of us asked some broad questions. I was one of them to the FBI director. But it's really the, the attorney general that we need to know because of the U.S. attorneys that report up who's being prosecuted and what's going on. So we need to have hearings. We need to get to the bottom of it and understand it. And look, for those that should be being prosecuted, fine. But we want to know the truth and we want to know the ones who are being uh, held and uh, what they're being charged with. So I have read things from attorneys of people that uh, uh, say they're being held. Again, until now, I didn't even question that they were actually being held. Um, and, and, and I can't seem to get a handle on any of it and they say that they can't get a handle on it um and let me go back to my question when i when i asked you how unusual is this uh, what i mean is you're a former prosecutor how unusual is it that you at this point can't even really seem to know where people are or what has happened well i think it it is um you know, uh, yeah, this is a unique circumstance, right? So it's not like I go around and know currently every single uh, crime sure. that's being uh, punished across every United States attorney's office. But for something of this magnitude, now some of this information is public, right? I mean, you can go look and see some of the information about what's been charged and so forth. But in terms of how long, why, and what, and what procedures they're putting in place, and why certain people are being detained and not, 
We don't have that information and we need to know that information. All of that is highly political and it's irregular. What we've been being told is that in some cases, you know, they're, they're being told that the prosecutors are being told, yeah, don't uh, you don't have any discretion here. You just have to go charge the crime. Right. That's a that's a policy choice by the Department of Justice to Mm -hmm. say to a United States attorney, an assistant United States attorney, you're going to go charge these crimes as opposed to hold on. You take in all the facts and as a prosecutor. Right. I have to exercise judgment, discretion to make a determination. So that's what I really want to know. Who who's ordered what in terms of how people are being punished and prosecuted? Because if, if a prosecutor looks at it and says, "Okay, I have video of you punching a cop and hitting a cop. So I'm charging you with this crime. Okay, fair enough. But, but if if someone is like, well, you crossed a line and and basically the policy is we don't care, prosecute, right? That's prosecutorial discretion that's being set as not being allowed to occur uh, by policy. So that's why Thomas and I and some others are going to start pressing this really hard. Uh, We've, we've sent letters. Now we need to really start kind of, you know, figuring out how to turn up the heat to elevate this, uh, to find out all the facts. Well, anything we can do to, to help. I mean, I, I want people who are guilty of a real crime to pay the price yep. that the that anybody should pay for that particular crime. Um, but I I am very, very concerned uh, about the way this has been handled really from the get go, because like you said, it does feel very political. Uh, and now I read today that the military is using spying devices and eavesdropping devices, et cetera, et cetera the way they would on populations overseas. And they're using that in Washington, D.C. as part of this new security program in Washington. Um, well, and we, we want to know and we want to be able to see and compare this to what occurred in Portland last summer. Right. I mean, when 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 federal buildings, the courthouse was being ransacked. And, and what were your priorities? What are the priorities of this administration in terms of prosecuting those crimes? And we need to go through and see this and compare it and show so the American people can know justice is being served blindly as it's supposed to be. Mm. Uh, Chip, thank you very much. Uh, That is uh, Congressman Chip Roy. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at Rep Chip Roy. Thanks. We'll talk again. Uh, Our sponsor this half hour is the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins books are really, really good if you have kids that are in school or about to go school young adult fiction as well um it has skyrocketed in popularity over the past few decades it's a good thing in and of itself it could be a really good thing as in uh, it's an opportunity for your kids to learn more about history and the values that have made america what it is today which which has driven us to this point to be the more perfect union that our founders intended us to be the best books that I have found to share this with the kids, it's tricky. It's hard. The Tuttle Twins books. The Tuttle Twins book, they'll, they'll teach important lessons about freedom, about how limited government is better for society, personal responsibility, how free markets work in story form, and they are for little kids and young adults. They're really also for the parents, I think, many times. Get them for your kids. Get them for your grandkids. Make sure you do it now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They're running a sale so you can get the free workbooks as well. Don't let the left cancel these books as well. Get them for your family now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
All right, I want to talk to you about the audits of the election because these are critical to our republic. Um, but it is also critical that you understand that even if they found that, uh, you know, uh, Georgia and five other states were completely rigged, the president is Joe Biden. And I know that seems really unfair, but there is nothing in the Constitution that has you go after a, a guy who cheated and then go back and make him the president of the United States. There's there's no there's nothing for that. You could impeach and remove, but you would have his same administration in. Uh, so all of this stuff online about yeah, Donald Trump's going to be president. No, he's no, he's not. He might be in 2024 if he runs again and we clean up this fraud. He might. But there is no constitutional remedy for this after what was it? January 18th or 6th. I think it was the 6th, wasn't it? Um, here's what happened in Arizona. First of all, last week. Was not a briefing on the report. There is no audit report that has been submitted yet. All the auditors did. It's an outside independent firm called Cyber Ninjas. All they did was speak about a few things they need more information on and things they couldn't initially explain. So this is not the audit. This was before. And if they can get clarification on these, these things may change. But they had some real problems. And here's the these are the big things they want to look at in more detail and are being blocked by members of the Democratic Party in Arizona. They say they have 74,000 mail-in ballots that they can't find a record of ever being sent out. Now, maybe that record is, oh, I have it here in my top drawer. Doubt it. But they need to see the record and they can't find the record. And this is really critical. You have to um, have, you know, paperwork on everything on this in case there's ever a doubt you just can't have you can't send out 74,000 ballots and not have a record of who did you send them to they also have um, duplicate ballots without serial numbers here's why this is important serial numbers when they're making a duplicate ballot because something went wrong they put the serial number of the first ballot on there so you know that they're, they didn't double count one ballot uh, and they know where or what happened to the first ballot. So they have a whole bunch of ballots without serial numbers on them. The auditors have conducted at least two recounts. One Arizona senator, Karen Fan, said the votes they counted didn't match what the county tallied, uh, tallied. And a second recount is going on. The county disputed all of this and was fighting back, including a bizarre fact about early voting. They claim the 74,000 mail-in ballot discrepancy is explainable. They say it includes early voting ballots. It's kind of a weird response, but we don't know yet. Just tell me how many ballots were sent out and how many ballots were received. That should be easy, but apparently not. So here's where we are in Arizona. 
The auditors requested more time and additional research resources last uh, last week. They want um, to be given permission to track down the absentee ballots, even by going so far as going to the addresses in the mail in ballots that are listed being sent sent from and ask those people where you sent this ballot. This is where the debate currently stands. Anyone who is standing obstructing an independent council that is trying to find the answers makes me suspicious. And they should know that would make all of America suspicious. Open up the books and just be fair about it. That's all anyone wants. We just want to know what happened. And it's not going to change the outcome of the presidency. But we must fix any problems in georgia uh they also released preliminary information uh as well in arizona it was incomplete and not finalized but georgia um they uh they need a little more time and more information the information is based off the mail-in ballot images that they obtained via a court order and the summary of what they have claimed, let me go through some of this quickly. Uh, the analysis revealed that 923 of the 1,539 mail-in ballot batch files contained votes incorrectly reported in Fulton's official November 3rd results. The inaccuracies were due to discrepancies in votes for Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and total votes cast compared to their reported audit totals. Um, the audit now is 60% hand counted. One type of error discovered involved duplicate ballots reporting for batches. Team found at least 36 batches of mail-in ballots with 4,255 total extra votes that were redundantly added to the Fulton November audit results. This number includes 3,390 extra votes for Joe Biden, 865 for Donald Trump. The voter Georgia team is allegedly finding seven falsified audit tally sheets containing fabricated vote totals for their respective ballot uh, batches. For example, a batch containing 60 ballot images for Joe Biden, 50 for Donald Trump, was reported as 100 for Biden and zero for Trump. The audit falsified to show 850 votes for Biden, zero votes for Trump. Uh, and it goes on. They also have allegedly the county has failed to include over 100,000 tally sheets, including from more than 50,000 mail-in ballots. There is a lot uh, that is left to be known in Georgia. But again, we don't have anything official yet. It is moving forward. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is important periodically, if I've said this once, I've said it a thousand times, to go in and clean out your cookies. And I keep telling Tanya, and she's like, you're fat. And I'm like, what are you talking about, woman? You can wipe them. I'm just reading the copy given to me. You can wipe them out all in one setting. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. I eat Oreos by the family size. Hang on just a second. Another kind of cookies? Computer cookies. Well, they sound delicious, too. Anyway, I don't know what this commercial is all about. I'm supposed to tell you about identity theft, and nobody can really 
do all of it. I'm so lost with the cookie thing. Um, but LifeLock is the one that can help you uh, with those fat guys sweating in their underpants in their mom's basement uh, or, you know, working in the sweatshops of China or Russia trying to grab your stuff that belongs to you. LifeLock.com, promo code Beck, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com, use the promo code Beck, save 25% off. It's important, LifeLock.com, promo code Beck. And go over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, promo code is Glenn, and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. The Dow today is down about 800 points, uh, and they say that's due to the Delta variant of the uh, of COVID. Uh, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the government trying to shut this country down again. Um, I mean, you're not going to have a single red state do it. Not going to have a single red state do it. I, I can't imagine. That would anyone would shut down now again if your hospitals were completely overwhelmed and it was much more deadly than the Delta Delta variant is, then maybe. But no, you're not going to shut it down again. New York, California, possible, possible. Still, I think generally unlikely, but I don't think shut down. I don't think shut down reenters are. I think you start to have the states break down. I think you start to have the state saying you're not traveling to Florida. You go to Florida, you're not coming back. You could get some. I mean, they had some of that already. I mean, right. Famously, Andrew Cuomo did a Mm -hmm. lot of that uh, back in the day. I think there's a chance you're you're already seeing in L.A. County. You're getting the mask mandate back. You're going to see a rise, I think, here in in cases. Mandate. Have we not been through that? Does this (sighs) mask does nothing? Well, and it's also they're masking. They're saying even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask, which does nothing but encourage people not to get vaccinated if that's your goal. Just so you know. Stu is like hated by everybody who's like skeptical. Everybody, everybody who's skeptical, they're like, he's the Antichrist, you know. Thank you. Thank so, you. I mean, mm-hmm. when he says masks do nothing, masks do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think you can say some of the studies show they do something in limited circumstances uh, indoors in close quarters, right? Like, it's not some of the studies show some effect but it's so minor like the way it's presented on tv is like look if you just wear masks this thing would be over that is absolutely not what the science shows at all like that is not what it shows it's not it's not a you wear a mask and it's over you know you might be you might see slight decreases in certain circumstances but like it is you know when these are all arguments that you have before you have the vaccine now you have the vaccine you know, I hear this from people all the time. They're like, look, if I don't want to get the vaccine, then isn't it just my risk? And I'm like, yeah. And like at the same time, if you if you're hesitant, if you're skeptical of the vaccine, you might say, well, then it's your risk if you get it. Like, isn't that America? Like, I, it is. But I, I we lose are track so, of things. It is so different now. Tanya yeah. was up with her family and uh, I talked to her Saturday. She was up on a, you know, a, a retreat for all of the cousins and everybody else. And uh when she arrived, everybody was like, have you been vaccinated? No, I haven't. I had it. I have the antibodies. I test positive for the antibodies. I'm not taking the, the, then don't come around me. 
Yeah, that's silly. I, I mean, that's, that's silly. That's, that's nonsense. That's been but a failure since the beginning of this to not communicate that. Like, if you did have it and you have antibodies and you've ha- you have resistance, then those people should have been treated as vaccinated a long time ago. Correct. It, just like that's how your body works. It's like CO2. It's killing the planet. Trees breathe it. <laughs> Trees uh, breathe it. <laughs> Oh, I can't take it. I just can't take it. But I, I, my point in saying that story is, is that here's uh, people who love each other and everything else, and we just don't see it the same way. It's like I, I, I was, you know, up in Idaho for I don't what a month, month and a half, and I'm up there, and I hadn't seen anybody in a mask, and I don't know how long mm. the whole time, and that we were out in crowds, and they were having. You know, the car show and everything else. Nobody was wearing a mask. No. No one was wearing a mask. I get into the airport and it's like, uh, you will be arrested right away <laughs> if you do not have a mask on. I'm like, what the hell is this? I completely forgot. Four times American Airlines told me, uh, you'll probably be in solitary confinement. Uh, you'll be in what we like to call the hole. Did they, the hole. Did they say the thing that, that I've heard on all the flights recently that I've been on? That's that they say, when you're eating, it's yeah. mask off, bite, mask on, chew. Yes. That's what they want you to do. It is like, it's baby air. It's like, come on, easy. It's completely it's, ridiculous completely ridiculous but again this is the one thing and this is this is a testament to the structure of the united states of america this is the only thing biden can control in this country he can't control whether texas has a mask mandate he has no impact on it at all the only thing he can control are the airports and the federal buildings so there you get all the masks even though people are vaccinated and the and they federal don't need highways them. And, yeah, yeah. and the federal train system yeah i'm <laughs> generally speaking yeah. though I, yeah it's uh yeah, the train system i don't know the the train system of how that's working now i would i would imagine it's probably still pretty oh, heavily yeah. masked oh sure it is uh, but yeah i mean there's they can't that's a, this is a testament to the country that there's not centralized control to that level because if there was they would have absolutely put on there'd still be a federal mask mandate oh, to this day they're talking now about uh because of the delta variant uh, we've got to get people to uh, to get this vaccine. And so what we're going to do is we're going to make it so you have to be tested at work. If you want to work, you're going to have to be tested uh, twice a week. And people are just going to get so tired of being tested. They'll say, oh, the heck with it. By the way, let's go through the numbers. How many people I mean, it's clearly just by watching the news and hearing, you know, Biden and everything else. It's clearly Republicans who are not getting the vaccine, right? That, that's all people talk about. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. these evil Republicans. So show me the, the number because it's got to be 90%. Oh, no. It's, that, yeah. mm-hmm. all, it's not even close. I mean, first of all, as we know, Republicans do pretty well among the elderly set at times uh, <laughs> among voters. Uh, really? And about 90% of all uh, people over 65 mm-hmm. are vaccinated. So. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a large swath of the community uh, that is supposedly so against vaccines is vaccinated. Uh, it is lower among Republicans. However, the highest rates of of uh, unvaccinated people, uh, which you would call maybe vaccine hesitant for one reason or another, are blacks and Latinos. I'm sorry, what? Not not white. That's the highest number. That's the highest number. Blacks and Latinos. Yeah, blacks and Latinos. So blacks and Latinos are cu- trying to kill people. <laughs> no, it's that's what not they're, that's at what all. They're doing, no. Really. So there's some, and, and it's there's a bunch of different groups in there. There are some people who are just anti-vaccine for whatever reason. Yeah. There's some people. But who that are, number is small. 
that especially among uh it, that seems to be across both parties by the way it's it's nonpartisan yeah the the sort of i i'm ideologically against the vaccine type of thing it you know rfk jr was mentioned by the biden administration right. as one of the people that they think is you know giving bad information out about the vaccine um so it's rfk jr it's jenny mccarthy but there's a lot of republicans mixed in there as well and so there's that group and they get probably the most attention they're the most active it's the most important to them what number is that do you suppose uh, usually you it's, a, it's about 10 to 15 percent of the population okay. so there's 10 to 15 percent so, that is ideologically opposed i didn't get the vaccine mm-hmm. here's why i didn't get the vaccine I got COVID and I got a bad case of it <laughs> yeah. and I have the antibodies. So does my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes time to have a booster, uh, okay, you know, maybe, maybe maybe this fall I'll get a booster. I had it, what, eight months ago, something like that. My wife had it in January or February. Okay, so, you know, when it's time and my antibodies are going and, you know, becoming weak, I'll have the booster. I'll have one shot. If COVID the variant, here's why I don't, here's why I don't take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I got other things to do. Right. <laughs> it's not an you know ideological I mean? it's not statement. Like I'm not yeah. running into CVS right. and sitting down in a little plastic chair. Yeah. You give it to my doctor to give to me. Which okay. they should totally do. Because uh, I barely make time to go to my doctor. Right. But if my doctor could give it to me, I know my doctor would be uh, my doctor would be all over me. Glenn, you should have the vaccine. Just one of the vaccines. You know, blah, blah, blah. One of the doctors is going to be. Okay. Fine. All right. Right. Jeez. Uh, shut up. Yeah. I just I have a, a friend of mine who hadn't gotten it and was, you know, wasn't against it like you. And it was. Yeah. But the doctor was there. I was like, yeah, you really should get it for this for this reason. This is why. And she's like, all right, I'll just get it. I'm, you know. But again, that means making a separate appointment, going through the digital pro. Like, yeah. They should just have the shots there for the doctors. It's like, it's like, look, it's, you know, I go to a back doctor and he says all the time, Glenn. You're not losing any weight and, you know, you're going to you'll feel a lot better when you lose some weight. It, it will really help your back if you lose some weight. OK. Mm-hmm. And when I say OK, and he's like, are you really going to exercise? Yes, I am going to I'm going to make an effort this time. And I absolutely mean it. The minute I leave his office. Yeah. No, not going to do it. Yeah, not going to do it. And it's not like <laughs> I'm a well, I actually am against exercise, <laughs> but it's just like I just I don't do it. Yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. Look, and I think look, there's some people the, the people who should should not be bothered honestly by by anybody about the vaccine are the people who are really ideologically against it you know i mean look if you've made up your mind you put a thought into it you've come to that conclusion then you know that those aren't the people that are quote unquote gettable anyway they right. have a they have a strong belief on it and leave them alone there are people, however, in communities that don't go to the doctors very often. I mean, guys famously just don't go to doctors because yeah. they don't. Right? You want to get this yeah. shot to every. If you want to get yeah. this shot to everybody. Let wives be able to give their husbands a shot. <laughs> give it to wives. Stop talking yeah, about fine. Just fine. Inject me with whatever my you want. My wife would just jam it into my skull while I was asleep. She's just like, take the vaccine. <laughs> Are you targeting my heart with the vaccine? Um, yeah. So I th- like. I think that's you know. There's there's that. There's a bunch of different things you could do. There's a groups that are just like you know i just didn't isn't get there. it interesting that they are blaming white republicans for all of this so when it's blacks and hispanics and they're the ones who have been saying the whole time that they are lacking health care you want to knock on some doors then maybe that's where you should start and you should stop calling the rest of us racist killers yeah for not doing it 
I mean, everything this administration does, they they work to divide us even more. They act as if their goal is to make things as awful as possible. That is how they act. I mean, this is a perfect example of it. I mean, ask that, announcing a, a program of Jen Psaki, you know, knocking on doors to give vaccine shots yeah, and, is not and the going, right direction. And going and saying, we think that you should be banned. If you spread misinformation, you should be banned from this social media. And we're working with Facebook to do it yeah. because yeah. it's so bad when really... The majority of people who aren't getting the vaccine are just like, I just haven't gotten around to it. I don't really care. I mean, it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, Everybody like around me is fine. Too. Yeah, there's right. like other reasons why. It's not right. just people who, you know, are are uh, violating your Facebook standards. One other thing, Glenn, I, just to mention quickly that that it would be another positive step in this realm is that there's a vaccine called Novavax has come up with a vaccine. It's, it's very effective, uh, you know, is in the realm of all these other vaccines, 90 percent. Uh, some people think it's the best one out of all of them. It's more of the traditional style of vaccines. Mm-hmm. So people who are maybe worried about the newer technology mm-hmm. are like that this one more. Um, it costs less. Uh, mm. it, and it is shown to, you know, the, 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 the numbers look great on it. How about getting that thing approved? You know, how about getting that thing approved? Get, get it. You've you already know, destroyed the Johnson and Johnson one by banning it for no reason for two weeks. How about getting the Novavax one, which people who are skeptical seem to be more open to. Maybe getting that one approved. You Maybe know, fast tracking that as quickly as possible. Right, and uh, and you know FDA, are you doing the approval of all these? Because none of these have been approved. None of them have all been emergency approved. youth. All, I will say right. though, I, some some hesitance on that. Just to to throw a wrench in that quickly. A lot of people who are make the make that argument. It's an experimental vaccine. It's uh, emergency youth use authorization. It's not even approved. And I understand that. Right. And we have a lot of people who have taken it. It's, it would be the biggest vac- sure. experiment in human history, Correct. and they have not seen the effects that Correct. would normally derail a trial. So every new thing comes after a trial period. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of a pandemic, you don't want to wait 10 years for Correct. FDA I approval, agree. right? I agree. But one of the things that a lot of people say is like, oh, it's experimental. If they fully approve it, the things you're worried about as far as uh, uh, mandates are going to become much more of a reality. In a way, this is if you are a person who's skeptical or hesitant toward the vaccine, the world we live in right now right, with I'm emergency saying, youth authorization is probably the one you want to stay in. I'm saying understand uh, the FDA should understand that there are people that yeah. are like, you know, you've you've trained us now for a hundred years. FDA approved. Right. This is an FDA approved. Well, God forbid you take that. That's not FDA approved. Well, you've just trained a whole bunch of people for 100 years. Right. Look for the FDA approval rating. And now you're like, yeah, we have no idea. I mean, it looks like it's going well. <laughs> you know, we'll get around to it in five or 10 years. Don't worry about it. Put it in your body. What happened to the last FDI guy? FDA guy was like, don't take that aspirin. That's made from a tree root. It could be deadly. <laughs> Stop it. I don't think that's exactly what they're saying. But, but right. stay away from those tree roots. Yes. They are dangerous. Relief factor. Not FDA approved. You know why? Because it's not a drug. Uh, look, you can take a whole bunch of stuff that's FDA approved and it will mask the pain. But does it make it go away? Does it make it better? Or do you just like, I don't care. But Glenn, you're on fire. Yeah. I just love people right now. That's what happens when you're taking narcotics. It's bad. 
You don't want to love people, especially when you're on fire. May I suggest that you look into Relief Factor? Not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. That's really important. That means 30%, it doesn't work for them. But within three weeks, you should know. Is this going to lessen your pain, get rid of your pain? What's it going to do for you? 70% go on to order more. So just try it for three weeks. It's 1995. If it works for you, God bless it. It's Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Can we just uh, leave you with a little bit of bashing of uh, Brian Stelter on CNN? I don't know if we can squeeze it all in, but here it is. It's the guy who wrote the anti-Trump book. I think the media has done a terrible job on this. I think you yourself... Um, you know, while you're a nice guy, you know, you're full of sanctimony. Um, you know, you become part of one of the parts of the problem of the media. Mm-hmm. You know, you come on here and you and you have a, um, um, uh, you know, a monopoly on truth. You know, you know exactly how things are supposed to be done. Um, you know, you are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. So <laughs> what should I do differently, Michael? You know, don't talk so much. Listen more. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. This is the Glenn Beck Program.